This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today with OKP, Jimmy Fela. He is fantastic. You're going to love this one. We talk about bad tattoos and bad sex. Go check it out. Share it with a friend. This one's a fun one. Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Stand Up New York Labs. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, stories, your questions. Let me get right into it. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for getting involved with this podcast. I say it every week, but I just like to I just like to feather your nuts right off the bat. Let's get it out of the way. Let me get out that giant feather. Let me go in the closet. Get the feather and start waving it up and down the seam of your sack and just say, thank you for listening. This past weekend, I don't know what it was, but I got so many Snapchats, JTrain56 on Snapchat, of you with people listening. It feels, I don't know, I got a little tickle in my nuts. I got I can smell, I can, I, I got, I'm a little congested, but I can, I can smell... I can smell people talking about this podcast. I, I like. I, I don't know. A little something. My ears were burning. My my nuts were on fire this weekend. I just a lot of Snapchats of you listening with people. I got a family in Minnesota that was listening together. Stop I, it. I, I mean, it, what, and that it? is that's an old wives' tale. If your nuts are burning, <laughs> that's people exactly. are talking about people you are in talking about you yeah. in Minnesota. Yeah, that's this is say. and I'm I'm saying like and 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 they're listening together and I'm thinking, oh my god, they're listening to me talk about my balls with their kids. But like, good for them. <laughs> Open up the conversation, there you know. Is. So I I it really. Something's happening here. I, I feel like 2017 is going to be a good year. It's all I, coming together. It's all coming together. Finally, you know, we got, you know, Dictator Trump is coming. It's a new president. The new it's president. a new direction. It's I, a new us. I, it's a new us. You realize the whole country is getting a breakup haircut on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody gets to start I over. I love it. I'm so excited for you to be here. Listen, let me introduce our guest. Uh, he's an OKP, an original key player. And I think... Let me, if you can go back in the mm. backlogs, mm. okay, you were the guest that I think this podcast really, you were like the first one where it took form. See? You were like, and it, let me, Jimmy Fela, thank you for coming Great on. to see you, Jay It's Train, great to way. have you. Uh, I, I want to say I was doing this, this is like knowing what Steve Jobs when they were building computers in the garage. Yes. I, I was here in the garage and like mm-hmm. I inspired you guys to be like, no, no, let's rent a public storage space. <laughs> And now I'm back here, and now it's really fucking happening. It's a real listen studio. to the hellos. The hellos Let's are just great. Listen to the hello alone. Yes, it's like a different energy, right? I would have ironed my t-shirt if I had any <laughs> idea the hello was going to be that good. All of you need, if you don't already, all of you need to go follow Jimmy on Twitter at Jimmy Fail on Twitter, and he's on. You're on Fox News all the time. For, yes, this week I'm on Red Eye Wednesday night. So Red yeah. Eye. So this yeah. will be coming out Tuesday at midnight and Tuesday morning, and you have a. Amazon special. Yep, just came out. Just came out called State of the Union. Uh-huh. And all of you, I've watched Jimmy on stage. So fucking funny. You're going to love him. It's called State of the Union, and it's on Amazon right now. It's a true story. And the way it works with Amazon, which is a big deal. Like, if he- you watch it on Prime, I get a 10-cent royalty. 10 cents. So take off the apron, honey. We're going out tonight. Like, shit's going to really? get wild. Shit's going to get wild in the And they send house. you the checks for every person. It's, it's in 10 cent <laughs> checks. So funny. <laughs> They're in the red on postage, like $84,000. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, you got to get a bus- better business practice yeah. than this. I, uh, so explain. You're one of the. I haven't heard of a lot of people on Amazon. Yes. Doing a, their special. Like, like now. A fucking pioneer. You are. Do you want to know how you get a special on Amazon? How? You shoot a special for Netflix and offend them with the subject matter. <laughs> Is that what it was? That's exactly how it goes down. You shoot oh, a special, my. and uh, you know the uh, the uh, other outlets like the Netflixes, yeah. the Showtimes of the world might say, you know, we want this, but you might have to cut this or that. 
You know, yeah, we don't yeah, like yeah, the social they, political so, commentary here or there. Yeah. Well, I shot this in the summer of August 2015. I remember when you shot it. You shot it at Gotham when, Comedy yes, Club. Great when, club. When the zeitgeist was still a little, there was still a little joke police Yes. You know what I mean? So I was saying a lot of things in 2015 that were kind of like out there and forward thinking. Well, Basic arguments that anyone could make now. Well, I'll say this to the audience. We, you know, we, the audience for this podcast yeah. is every crayon in the box. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, from Burnt Sienna. All the way to... You guys got burnt siennas. We got burnt siennas wow. listening to this podcast. Shit and we just got all, real. And, and we also have, you know, our lily whites. You I'll know, so it. so we got them all across the here. spectrum. And I, I'll say that, but your comedy and, and we, you know, I'll, I've seen the Facebook posts oh and uh, you're right-leaning for a comic. Oh, yeah, that for a comic. Yeah, you like, are... I'm a, I'm a clan member for a comic. <laughs> Well, because like in New York, you know how but crazy New York is. But it's actually refreshing to hear because yeah. I, I mean, you and I agree on a lot of things. Of, yeah. And you take a perspective that like there a lot of people have, but then for comedians, they were like, what? They that can't, their eyes mind. come out of their heads. Because it's in New York. Because in New York, you have to realize like it's that delicate. Yeah. That you could be like, well, I don't know about that one thing Hillary did. And they're like, yeah, well, might as well just take away the rights for blacks to vote. I'm like, no, I didn't say that. I, I didn't yeah, say yeah, any yeah. of that. There's, I was like, there, I don't know if I like that one policy. They lose their mind. It's a slippery slope of like, you're like, it's a weird time in this country because mm. there's less racism than yep. there was 20 years ago. Definitely. But way more racist. Yes. And how, how did, did that, that happen? happen? How did that go down? We, because we keep moving the goalpost. You just yeah. keep changing the definition of racism. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I say this all the time. People freak out about this one, so brace yourself. But Get, I always buckle say this. up. But no, I like Trump is not racist. Trump mm. is 2016 racist. Okay. He's not racist in the sense that he refuses to hire black people or pay them a fair wage. Because yeah. he's done that. He's got a 40-year history of running a business and employing tens of thousands of black people. Okay. He's 2016 racist in that you can't criticize a member of any specific group without it being taken as an attack on all of them. Yeah. And, and, and you know that, what? It's, it's exhausting to me. And right now, struggle's fashionable. Yes. Struggle is a, oh, is a love it. gorgeous a great accessory. coat to wear. They you know? sell it at Hot Topic. You can <laughs> Here's go buy struggle. one. Well, you see it with like Instagram uh -huh. is like the, 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 where it's like on display. Mm -hmm. You just see these like, and, and I, I got to say it's, and I'm sorry to like point out this one group, but white women. Oh are like looking for, they're like trying, they're like, I'm cur, they like start putting on all these yeah. struggles, curvy. And, and it's a new thing. And, and like, well, and like, look at, look, it's like trying the, to create their own protected class. Exactly. So, yeah. and you're like, wait a minute, white chick, you grew up across the street in a bigger house yeah. than me. <laughs> you're killing it. Yeah. I hate these. This is who I hate. Okay. okay. Hey, there are people, <laughs> no, I really hate, yeah, yeah, yeah. and hate's a powerful word. So you gotta, you know, you gotta really make sure it's economical if you're gonna appropriate time for it. I am a it. curvy woman I with hate. a left, how left-handed curvy women in this <laughs> like, world and I will not stand for this. You know? <laughs> well, it's these people you're describing who've tried to get in on the Trump fear yeah. even though they've never been mentioned. Yeah. Like, if you want to say you're an immigrant, you're a little nervous because of his policies, yeah, fine. You'll say you're Muslim, fine. Even like, but yeah. there are some people he hasn't said a word about. Yeah. Like, well, I'm a redhead, so what labor camp am I going to? <laughs> yes. I'm like, not none. There, there didn't are people, say anything. And, and listen, I, I do understand the fear that people have. Absolutely. Because, because here, a lot of the fear comes from he has no precedent. No, no, there's so, nothing so like it. So most presidents come in with, you know, actual policies that yeah, they yeah. put in. You're like, okay, I can expect no. these 10 things to happen. Yes. We don't know what to fucking Nobody's expect. Any idea. So that is scary. Uh -huh. I understand that. But it is hilarious. Like, the what you're saying is so true. It's like people are just look the dramatics yes. that people are going into. Now, the best thing, and I tweeted this the other day. I was like, what I'm going to start doing is anytime someone gets over dramatic about Trump in front of me and like or about politics, I'm just going to start referring to him as President Trump. Oh, God. God. Do you know what I mean? You, I'm just going to so start going. Annoying. Well, yeah, it's so annoying. And, and like, not even like, but there's nothing, you can't get mad at me. For, yeah, listen, I don't know. It's, it is scary. President yeah. Trump is going to be a scary thing. Do you know what and I And you just say it as President <laughs> Trump and in, in whatever context. And you just, yeah, it's going to be, I don't know what President Trump is going to do on Monday. You know, like. I, I, I might, by the end of this podcast, I might out some like higher ranking comics than us who are liberal, <laughs> who've had some very heated conversations with me. But did some terrible things in the process. So there's two good ones and I won't name names, okay. but what I've been doing with one comic, um, <laughs> who is what I've been like, doing with one comic. It, for sounds, real. it sounds like you're a puppet master. No, I really drove somebody to like a, to a dark place on this. You know, how they like to say, they like to refer to Hillary as HRC. Yes. Hillary Rodham Clinton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, one of them was fucking really just pounding me on Twitter. Yeah. So I started referring to him as DJT. 
and took away the moniker. And it's ex- it's all they had in mind for themselves, and they they can't take a DJT. They lose their fucking minds. Like but that's not TJ the big Max one. Corporation. But that's that's not. They know. It's killing them. But this is what happened to me yeah. the other night. A female comic comes up to me, just fabulously successful, okay. like beyond. You know, she did all right, and uh, she said to me. Uh, you know, she's like, I gotta be honest. We don't agree with anything you say politically, mm. but at least you're writing funny jokes, well, and th- you're not being like a dick. You're not being intentionally antagonistic. Well, you're at least writing funny jokes. Can I interrupt you for yeah. two seconds? This uh-huh. is kind of what we see, and I brought up your Facebook because it is funny. Well, thanks. And you are making points that people, you know, get riled up about. But like, it's funny on Facebook, like all these people posting stuff, and it's like, wait a minute. Aren't you supposed to be fucking funny? Yeah, yeah. How about Where, just being a comedian? You know, there's, like, there's nothing less funny than a New York comedy scene. <laughs> it's a crazy. fucking Real Housewives but, but, episode. But go on. Yeah, so this, so. Is what, this is what she said to me. She goes, well, at least, you know, at least you're writing funny jokes. Yeah. She goes, so we all forgive you. So We I, all. Yeah, she's like, we're all cool with you. We get it. At least you're being funny. What I countered with, and I was trying to be a dick yeah, intentionally, like course. tough love, is I go, here's the thing. I go, I don't care. And what I what I was meaning is I don't care that you forgave me, but as a joke, yeah. She responded with she took it wrong. She goes, "Oh my god, neither do I." She's like, "I'm going to the march this weekend. I'm using my Hilton points." She goes, "I'm getting a free spa day out of it. We're going to this Ethiopian restaurant." <laughs> and I was like, "You fucking god, are you kidding me?" <laughs> like she misread the defense. Uh, I wasn't saying I don't care politically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying I don't care if you're mad. <laughs> and she completely outed herself. Was, oh, I don't care. I'm going I, I, to a spa. Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, to an Ethiopian restaurant. I'm going to uh, be in DC getting an Instagram post out of it. Yeah, getting those likes. Because that's what likes. this is. It's, be, to, it, it, it's it, a brand. It, it, a Someone lot. make an app where it, you can date at protests. I wanna, we can meet people. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see a sketch of women going to the to the protests uh-huh. with a bag that just says likes on it. Yeah. Like they're going. <laughs> They're going to the protest. Going to the like farm. It's exactly going what they're to pick doing. Up some likes. Yeah. Going to the like farm. It's it's perfect. Crazy. We're gonna go eat this peasant food for ninety four dollars a plate. Uh, fucking frauds. Food. I'm sick of these. It people. is. It's the lie though. Like and, that's and, and, the thing. And this is what I said to someone last night. I was. I was saying. I am a average. I have average smarts. Okay, okay? I'll take that. I would Me say too. I'm the medi- middle of the road on intellect. Mm-hmm. I am not any better or worse. I did average my whole life. Okay. I'm willing to admit I'm a mediocre, you know, smart person. Okay. <laughs> You're a late second round pick in the intelligence draft. Exactly. Okay. A late second round. Early maybe third. maybe a, a, like a It's a reach in the late second a, round. A, yeah, free agent. <laughs> like a, an undrafted free agent. You know, I'd be good for your fucking practice squad Dang on it. the smart team. So I, I I'm a, I'm the medium. I'm uh-huh. the middle. So I think, you know, so if you look at a bell curve, uh-huh. everyone is 10% away from the mean. Yeah. So if I don't know shit mm-hmm. about politics, mm-hmm. okay, I'm at medium. Mm-hmm. Someone might know 10% more than me. Yeah. But that is not enough to go on <laughs> and on on a political rant where you act like you know this shit. They know nothing. It's, the, it's let's ex- say you're 15% smarter than me. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know one thing that can clue me in, but mm. you can't know about Game of Thrones and the Constitution. <laughs> There's just not enough room. There's not enough room. It is funny that there is like something called the Facebook School of Constitutional Law <laughs> where people have gotten a law degree. It's crazy. You can't, uh, people are getting a law degree from memes. It, memes yeah. and bumper stickers. I saw it on a meme. Now, people need to relax. Facebook needs a button called Who Asked You? You know what I mean? <laughs> just throw it at the bottom of us and not a yeah. like or a don't like. Just a who gives a shit. Move on I with just your comment. lives. I just comment. Something that here is you want to fuck with people? Yeah. You just comment on their Facebook thing. You okay? <laughs> <laughs> just do that. So, That's Jimmy, delightful. I am so fucking pumped to have you. Great you're to see you're, you, you're the champ on this podcast. I love having you on. So funny. So, all of you go follow Jimmy on Twitter at Jimmy Fela. State of the Union. Boom. Ten cents. Get them as ten cents. Just press play and walk away. You don't even have to watch. Go to like a Best Buy. Log in on every TV. (laughs) If you really care. There's certain guests that I have on that I'm like, just mailbag guests. I call them mailbag guests because I'm just going to dip right in. I don't even look at the emails. Mm. Because you can handle any email. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. You can send anything you'd like. We're here with Jimmy. We're going to answer these emails. We're going to go right through them. Ready? Boom. Bad sex. Mm. Oh, wait a minute. If you're a new listener to this podcast, we'll do we want me email, then we'll touch base with uh 
with our with our good friend Man Samp over here because yeah, we, we want to hear about the wedding. And uh, yeah, but get we, to we, the we, let's get an email yeah. and let's get to it. I've been going out with this dime eight eight eight. So we have a rating mm, system. You know course, the right face, yeah. body, personality mm-hmm. for a little while now, and for the most part, things are going great. But the sex is terrible. Mm. We've only managed to do it a handful of times. Even after a few weeks, I haven't busted once. The head is okay. <laughs> Really? <laughs> That's a complaint about pizza. I just want to say, I admire these guys who can't bust. I could bust them on anything. I know, me too. What are you talking about? I could fuck a bagel. Yeah, be, fuck a bagel. <laughs> I could look at a bagel. I like, look, <laughs> if I get confirmation that the bagel's DTF. Not busting. Like, yeah. there's like, oh, it takes me forever. Yeah. Dude, I wish I'd yeah, look. I love you, man. You know how many times I've, I've been at the edge of a bed being like, oh, listen, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I uh, never, you know, what I'm going to get do? you through that in a minute. Just hold on. <laughs> so, Let's finish the email. I didn't finish. She seems to have lost a lot of. Of her confidence she's mm. also very passive and hard to communicate with about it what she wants what can i do to make the banging better for both of us and is there a point where i should just say fuck it and dump her indecisive ass Wow. And then he attached a picture of a feather, which is hilarious. Oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, that's a fun. <laughs> that's, I know. It's that's great. a fun little image he sent. Well, what do I, you think? I got to tell you, man. What's the worst sex you've ever had? For pay or for no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Straight up. Uh the wor- I mean seriously, did the- I ever tell that story on this podcast about Probably prostitute. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. Prostitute. I, I don't think I can go now. Go. What do you think? We'll we're, see. We're, we'll if, see. At the end of the show, if you out the prostitute story, <laughs> I'll out the famous comic okay, who had deal. a fight with me the other night. Yeah, yeah. But uh, now the worst. I, I would say the worst sex I've ever had. Wow, that's a great one. Um, I, I, uh, Jesus, I fucked a girl who was a, a J Crew sales clerk. Okay. Who like helped me out in the store that day? That how did and you, like how'd you pull that? And gave me the card. Like my name's Rachel. Come yeah. back if you need anything you want. Give me a call sometime. But it was mm. like a very flirty exchange. Yeah. I bought a f- my fair share of cardigans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you get like an extra bump up in class if you buy that one cashmere thing. They're yeah. pushing on the mannequin. Yep. Yep. So she was yep. like, "Oh, this guy's a keeper. He went all the way up to sixty-eight fifty. There we go. Yeah, we're gonna make babies. <laughs> yeah. And I was working a telemarketing. Job. Okay. And she came to visit me on a Friday night. I was working an overnight because we had an ad placed in Hawaii that would ring at midnight East Coast time, which was 6 p.m. in Hawaii. Okay. I was selling rare coins. And these this is how upstanding the job was. These yeah. coins were so rare, yeah. they didn't show up if you paid for them. <laughs> That's how rare they were. <laughs> so this was a fucking scam. I had this job for two weeks. I came in on a Friday to collect my paycheck, and everybody had been arrested. No and way. And I didn't know. It was like my first telemarketing job in high school. I didn't know I didn't know that it wasn't legit. Yeah. Because it was only two weeks in. And you're like, they send out the coins on of Tuesdays. Course, yeah. You know, like it was, whatever. Run, it was run by a four hundred pound woman who was getting paid in Chinese food. She's getting paid in lo mein. Just, so I'm so just, I'm, there's she's just sitting there with a funnel yeah. and lo mein's uh-huh. just putting thrown in the so, funnel. So I'm fucking her. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But I had a girl come work the overnight with me from J. Crew. Mm. And I say this to people all the time. We love spontaneity. Yes. But spontaneity often comes with a price. Okay. Be it a crazy girl, an emotionally unstable girl. Yep. You know, uh, this was that girl. She showed up to the overnight telemarketing job. She and was de- She was down for the craziness of the sex. She was naked in the elevator. Really? On the way up to the office, we're the only people in the building. Oh my god! Crying by the time we got out of the elevator. <laughs> Why was she crying? Because she just was. I don't know. Just, I mean, oh, that's yeah, the price oh of spontaneity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, like pr- a, the cost of doing business. Fucking a crazy girl is like going on a roller coaster. You have no idea which and, way you're going to go. And next. I'm not the kind of guy that would like yada yada yada. Like yeah. I'm leaving out the headlock. No, no. She went in the headlock after the crying started. I'm like, <laughs> we're going to get to the bottom of this. No. We're, yeah. But uh, she was just like an unstable girl, probably yeah. bipolar. Uh huh. That I had caught her at the tippy top of the manic high. Yeah. And I probably somewhere between that crazy act of defiance and the walk to the office. Because what it did turn into is, I can't believe I'm doing this. Which, which, to be fair, fellas, if you're listening, anytime a girl says to you mid-hookup, I can't believe I'm doing this, it means she's done it twice that day. (laughs) (laughs) She's she's leaving out the word again. Yeah, again. And don't even get me started on the ethics of guys saying that. I'm not trying to take the moral high ground here. I'm the the worst person I know. Yeah. I'm the worst person I know. I'm not saying there aren't worse people out there, Uh but I'm the worst one I've ever met. You just haven't met him yet. Yeah, now I'm married, I have a kid, I'm trying to hold it together. Yeah. But this fucking house of cards, I gotta tell you, it gets windy out there. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) What do you do about bad sex? Well, this is the instance. So this this turned into a crying situation Mm. where... She regained her composure through, I'd like to take credit for this and say, like, I talked her through it. I didn't. Okay. We just talked our way through the thing, you know, through out of the elevator into the into the telemarketing office. Mm. It became like a back massage. I'm going to hear you out, which, you know, the back massage, often a great save, turned yeah. into an over-the-shoulder makeout, turned into all you'd ever want it to be. Yep, yeah, this is like ghost. Uh-huh. 
And then what happened was, and I've never had this experience, and maybe this is more common now because girls are more open about their sexuality, mm -hmm. but it was a girl who wanted to be choked, and it was bad for me because seeing that window into instability mm. made me not trust the aftermath of choking her. I got you. Do you so, follow that? So, so you came up the elevator. All of a sudden, she's naked in the elevator, and then uh -huh. she's crying. Now she's crying. And now you're, she wants to be choked, and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. You just cried yeah. because the wind hit you the yeah. wrong way. What's going to happen when you how get does choked? This, yeah, how does yeah. this choking uh, thing end for yes. Big Game James? Well, this, is, this, is the, this is the funny thing about, uh, like, girls will get on you about, like, why aren't you cool with this? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, because I've seen you be... Yeah. fucking crazy in yeah. other spots that's the problem like, like you know past per, you know what is it like uh past uh performance does not indicate future returns that's <laughs> like a, but IRA. that's the only thing we got well this is the thing fellas and you need to know this every man mm. you need to have an exit strategy okay think of vaginas as the iraq war <laughs> Okay. Everybody's out there trying to form an entrance strategy. Yeah. How are we going to get in there, take over the country, topple the uh -huh. regime, take the oil? Yep. You need an exit strategy. What are we going to do because at the end? If you can't see yourself getting out untouched in the aftermath, even as a single guy, it's just not worth doing. Of course. You know what I mean? Mm. In 2017, as a guy married with a kid who's like holding the life together, yeah. very few exit strategies are out there <laughs> that are sustainable. Yes. That don't involve you hiring a hitman yeah. or something horrific. Yes. So I got to play defense. Defense wins championships. Yes. In my world, there's a lot of fishing and throwing them back. Yeah. You get the violation, you find out you can get it, and you get out of there. Yes. You don't actually do it. You're, you know? What do they call that in fishing? A catch and release. Yeah, catch and release. <laughs> yes. You're, so, doing, you're a catch and release there it fisherman. Is. So to his point, uh, in terms of the sex just not being there from the get-go, it usually never gets better. Oh, Yes. People, girls even fucking, you're like, oh, this is amazing. It's just because there's a chemistry. It yes. just works. Chemistry isn't something that's taught. It's very rarely learned. It's like a kiss. Sometimes yeah. you make out with someone. You know, you know you're a good kisser. Uh -huh. And sometimes you make out with someone, you're like, that was just brutal. Yeah, yeah, it's just not there. It's just not there with the match. It's just not, you know. And it ain't coming. But I... It's not. It's not. It's not, not going to change. Kind of gonna come it's around. not like you can sit down with the fucking whiteboard and yeah. game plan this shit and be like, next time, because you're going to make her feel bad. Yes. It, that being said, even if the kiss is that bad, the chemistry is that bad, you, I could still bust a nut. I don't get this. Yeah, I could still come everywhere. I'd turn into a fucking host. <laughs> you know, like I, I think, I think the only, <laughs> I think the only uh, host, I, I, I turn into a fucking firefighter and just like. I just, but I'm saying, here's the thing. I, I, I'll say to him, what you're saying is correct, but I would say. The only way in is to start slow. Mm. And I think the kissing is where, why don't you do, like, I think if they had a That's good- That's true, he's missing a rhythm here. I think get the That's rhythm, rhythm of a make out, you know? Like, you know, it's like when you're dancing with somebody, you don't yes. just go in and start grinding. No. You gotta guy, set up, you know, you gotta do a little two-step before this, you walk this in. This guy needs the, to buy know, a Sade album. <laughs> You're a Sade album away from explosive sex. I think I think concentrate on the makeout, and mm -hmm. if that can get better, everything else will get better. Because right now, what you're, you're saying, well, well, let me put my finger in your ass, and she's yeah. like, hold on, I don't even know how to fucking tongue, tongue kiss you. Yet. Yeah, because <laughs> that really could be an issue here. Yeah, that could be the issue. But otherwise, what you're saying is correct. Like, if you can't get the makeout going, mm. it that, ain't gonna get better. No, that's your offensive line. Yes. You're not winning the championship. You the need, quarterback's on his back the whole game. <laughs> you need the offensive line set up with a good makeout. I think that's where he's got to concentrate because in this sexual age where porn, you can go watch a fucking yeah. little person eat out a fucking skunk. And you're like, uh, I mean, like yeah. now we're like, okay, I got to fucking bring in the skunks. Yeah. And we're like, wait a minute. I just fucking, I don't even know your last name. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> let's like get into some shit. J train podcast at gmail.com at Jimmy Fallon on Twitter. State of the union. On mm. Amazon Prime. Go, or Amazon Street. Would, would you do it? Just go check do it. it out. Just go turn it Prime, on right you now. Rent it, buy it. You do anything you want, folks. It's your world. It's the way it works Girlfriends now. and hookup girls. Mm. J-Train, I have to keep my identity hidden because I've told all the boys about the pod. Feather. I have a thing for girlfriends and hookup girls. They seem, they always, what the fuck is he talking about? I have a thing for it. girlfriends and hookup girls. They always seem more attractive than the other girls at the party, so I always enjoy talking to them. How do I get these girls to introduce me to their single friends and other potential prospects? Oh, I get what he's saying. Totes preach. Do you, so he's saying, yeah. how come I'm able to talk to the girls that are already fucking somebody and not the other girls that are single. You're well, not attracted to yeah. these girls. Do you get it? They're the ones giving you any attention. Do you get it? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, why? A, that's I... a simple math right there. We had a girl that we went to school with. I guess I can't. There was a girl There was a girl that was a year older than me when I was in seventh grade, and we just found out that she had sex. <clears throat> not uh -huh. even with us. Not even giving us attention. But just had sex. Yeah, but the fact that once you throw that 
coat of paint on somebody, mm. it's just so magnetic. Yes. Because it just opens up this whole other world of you, possibility. You know they're having sex. You yeah. know that, you know, and also you're like, you're like, she's already out there. Whatever yeah, yeah. I say ain't going to fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, it's and a it's real like, thing. That's the thing. Like, he, he's just looser with these girls. Uh-huh. And I, th- I think the way to get girls to introduce you to their friends uh-huh. is to go. And you, you have to be, uh, you have to see, you have to draw the line yourself. Uh-huh. So girls like talk. They like gossip is the best. Yep. People love a hot, juicy take mm-hmm. they can bring to their friends and be like, I got the fucking thing right here uh-huh. that you're going to want to hear. Uh-huh. If you go to your friend, your buddy's girlfriends and say, uh-huh. hey, so-and-so is cute. Is she got a boyfriend? Yeah. That's all you got to say. Yeah. And if that girl is into you, they'll make it happen. Yep. They'll bring the fucking horse to water. Yeah, because what's the one gonna- thing girls do really well. Yes, they really. It's not, can't and I want to qualify up. that statement. I don't mean it's all. It's all you're good for. <laughs> you hear my accent? It sounds like I'm trying to just slander an but entire it, general. Yes. But I'm saying no. In the, in the hookup game, yeah, that efficiency, introduction efficiency oh, on the girl God. side, so much better than the guy side because the guy ain't making the intro unless in his head he's exhausted every investigative outlet into whether or not he can fuck her mm-hmm. before he's making the, or whether or not he yeah. wants to, or whether yes. or not he can get away with it, or if he's even masturbated to her. He's yeah. like, no, she's mine. No. You know? <laughs> Ninjas. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. Like for this, for any girl, if you go up to him and be like, "Your friend so and so's cute. Has she got a boyfriend?" Yeah, that is gonna get back to that girl in half a second, and then that girl is gonna say, "That guy's. He's gonna. She's gonna say yes or yes or no." And here's a lead. Come to you. And here's a second lead. If you say that to a girl and she doesn't pass over the lead to her friend, call her that night. (laughs) <laughs> and asked to fuck her because she's obviously into you. Yeah, if she didn't pass over the lead, girls are bad at setting you up, but yep. they're really good at getting the word to a girl you want to be set up with. Yep. So, so like a girl, a bad, girls are bad at setups because they put too much of their own judgment on it. Yeah, ask a girl what you think. Uh, like at any time, you can tell how hot a girl is the way her friend describes her. Yep, she's beautiful. Yep. Ugly. Yep. She's. I think she's hot. Yeah. Too much Ugly. emotion. Oh, and God forbid, personality when, should get it. Here, yeah. Did here, I take that? Here's when the girl. Oh, she's hilarious. Hilarious. Not is the that worst. hot. Um. And here. <laughs> and here's here's the hottest girl a girl knows is mm-hmm. is when she goes. Well, guys think she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hottest girl she knows. Well, the hot, yeah, the hottest girl they know is the one they're disgusted about talking about her yes, looks. Yes, they're done with Because it. it's all they ever do it's is talk over. about her looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about like Melania Trump's fat roommate in college. <laughs> <laughs> and how much she fucking hated Melania. Hated Your Melania. friend Melania is so fucking, oh, yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah, she's great. I bet you she was hilarious. Great. She's a fucking Latvian hooker is what she is. J- she J- married an asshole. <laughs> yeah, married an asshole. Yeah, right. They'll talk about any shit they can. God. And then you'll be like, well, what would she look like? I don't know. Yeah. People think she's hot. Guys think she's hot. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Constant Sunday scaries. Do you know the Sunday scaries? No, hold on. This is when this you is, get you yeah. get hammered, and then you, I call them the Sunday weirds. Okay, uh, you get hammered, and then you just retrace sun, your footsteps, and you start having those like ang- anxious thoughts run through your mind. Oh, okay. On a hungover Sunday. No, I, I, fo- I follow it. I thought it was I, I thought it was social media related. We no, like to go back. And look. Dearest Papa JT, uh-huh. first off, I'll pull out my favorite feather and tell you how great of an impact your podcast has had on my life, as well as my family and friends. This is wow. way too much. Oh my god, guy. I'm fucking hard. Yeah, Enough with the nut feathering and cue the chick email sound effects. It's a lady. Oh, a chick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a recent graduate from a Big Ten school attempting to start my adult life. I've been on an internship the past seven months and I'm used and not used to the whole not blacking out every night of the week and I'm actually starting to enjoy it. Shocking, I know. Here's the problem. My internship is over, I'm done with school, and I'm jobless with nothing to do. I anticipated getting hired by the company I was interning at. I loved it, but the things didn't work out, so I am on the job hunt. I didn't expect to be put in this situation and both blindsided and freaked out. What's my meantime move? Between school, summer jobs, and internships, I've always been busy and enjoyed it. For the first time in 22 years, I'm about to be bored out of my mind while begging someone to hire me. Any advice on how to land a job I actually want ASAP Rocky? 
Well, stop fucking saying that. Uh, <laughs> don't open the yeah. don't open the job interview yeah. with that. <laughs> or maybe what to do in the meantime. This feels like such an awkward and demoralizing gap in my life because I'm always usually I usually have a plan. Any mm. advice you can get uh, give on the topic would be greatly appreciated. Keep up the good work. Uh, great, you're doing great things. Great to see how much you keep growing. Hey, I really thank you for the email of the kind words. This is a very normal issue. I think she was applying for a job. At the J Train podcast. Oh, really? Do in a roundabout way. We can figure out something yeah, here. Come on, in. come on in. We can't pay you, but you I know. feel like in a roundabout <laughs> way. Well, what do you the, do? You hear what she say? Well, this mm. is like the people want to say the jump from college to mm. life mm-hmm. in general is a horrible jump. It's 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 everyone's awkward phase. It's everyone. So yeah. I think she should take. Take solace in knowing you're not alone. Yeah, there's nothing unique to you that you're going through. And yes. that, that goes for pretty much any problem you're experiencing in your life. Problems have a way of convincing you you're the only fuck up mm. that has this issue. Because problems like to make you a prisoner of the moment. But we, and, yes. and that's what this poor girl's going through right now. And and it's and and really, I've been there. You've probably been a there. A million times. Man, dude. Sam, you've been there. I yeah. mean, everything's pretty much gone perfect in my life. Uh, yeah, okay, he's right, just for, killing it. He's just got married. Look at this. Come <laughs> yeah. back from the honeymoon. All of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. everything's perfect. No, of course. You've got a good yeah. tan. Now <laughs> things are good. I, I, I just think we've all been there. And mm-hmm. what I'll say to her, and I, I'll say it... Um, uh, I I, I kind of had this experience where I was like, I, you know, I was feeling a little depressed coming into the new year, mm-hmm. and you know, I started and I took two weeks off from drinking, and now I'm hungover today. But I, I took God a couple weeks you. off from drinking, mm-hmm. and I actually did some projects mm-hmm. that like got, you know, I think we 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 and first of all, I do a joke about this on stage. It's like college is not life. Mm-hmm. Okay, taking the test and getting the grade you deserve is how it never happens in life. No, no. You're going to take the test and you're going to ace it in life and then someone's going to look at you and go, fail. Yeah, how about that? You're fucking fired. How Get the fuck that? out. We don't have room for you. There it is. And that's what happened to her. She probably did a great job in her internship. She probably deserved the job, but mm-hmm. you know what? No one deserved fucking shit until you got it. No, that's just... And that's just life. That's the way it works. And 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 people... And I've, I remember I was at... I, I told... I don't know if I've told... I went to Florida Gulf Coast University. I did mm-hmm. a show there. Love that school. Beautiful campus. But they have a beach on campus. Fuck okay. You. Uh, exactly. You say fuck, fuck you. You. <laughs> you say fuck you. I looked at the crowd, a yeah. hundred students. I go, you guys got a fucking beach on campus. Yeah. And I go, I go, you guys got a beach house at eighteen. Yeah. And they looked at me like, yeah, old man. Of course we do. Who's <laughs> the sad man? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Everyone's got a beach on campus. Do you ever go to those colleges where you realize they're not bringing you in for comedy? You're a scared straight presentation. (laughs) I I did the University of NC Charlotte. It was a noon show. Uh. This is like a month ago. (laughs) And I walked in like comedy guys here. I was like, oh, yeah, they didn't bring me in for comedy. No. They wanted to watch a 39-year-old man tell jokes in a cafeteria at noon as a way of getting the rest of the student body to apply themselves. (laughs) Yeah, they were. Here's what can happen. Yeah, it's not Start studying. But here's the thing. Like, you know, and I said to them, I go, you got a beach on campus. And they're like, yeah, what the? And I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's not how it works. <laughs> you like, just, you you could go through life and do everything right and still not have a beach house. Ever. Ever. It's not the way so, it works. So, so that's what's so scary is that you could do the right things and never get paid off on them. I mean, you know, look mm-hmm. at us. We do comedy and, you know, people would say, well, how much do they pay you to go to an open mic? <laughs> and, and I go to open mics and I pay them to yeah, do the open with mic. With his soul. Yeah. With his soul. <laughs> I pay with my soul. A little piece of it. And and you know what? And the, and the idea is if I do the work, then mm. it will get me to where I need to go. And mm. we and what you forget in college when you're is these small tasks uh-huh. that are accomplishable on a daily basis do help you feel good. Well, yeah, that matters. You need it that matters. You need that small, that short-term goal setting. Short-term goals. And Long-term goals, they're fine to have. Yeah. Let's have daily goals. That's Those what it is. make you feel like you actually got shit done because mm. they might not be anything. Like mm. I, I cleaned up my apartment the you other felt day. That felt though. good. Oh yeah. This is why I, I really do envy people with uh like manual labor jobs Mm -hmm. the act of finishing something and handing it in like that's a Mm -hmm. very difficult thing to do in this day and age we don't see that a lot to have the discipline to do that but you know what uh a big thing for her is too uh and this probably goes for everybody too is uh if you put all of your energy into being great Mm. instead of being the most successful people person in your field the most hireable girl in whatever medium it is Mm. she's trying to get into you can control how good you get 
mm. because it's like a basketball hoop. You can keep shooting at it all fucking day when there's no rule that says you can't take 7,000 jump shots a day. Mm. So if she finds her self-worth in the quality of what she's doing, mm. she won't be as tormented by market forces. Yeah, you know what I mean? I think that's great advice. Yeah, go be fucking great. Yeah. You will create a market for yourself, maybe not at the rate some other people will, mm. but the point is, if you're great, there'll always be a market for what you do. And what you're saying is exactly right, and it's and, and it, this is kind of, this is, it builds on what I'm saying, the, mm. the small tasks mm-hmm. do the and half of the good. and half the battle i'll never forget it was realizing mm-hmm. what do you want to do well you, you know that's it, a hard thing to well, figure that's out a, well that's another thing you're going to spend your whole 20s figuring that out like if this yeah this is if this girl gets hired tomorrow you know um in whatever this field whatever this medium is did she say what field that she specific? didn't say no. anything but what, what whatever it is yeah. odds most people take a gig in their 20s uh, you know, work three or four years of it, leave, quit, resign, go to another field. You're, yeah. you're still growing into who you are. Like mm. you'll be, you'll be 30, 35 before you know what you want to do with yeah. any great degree of conviction, unless you've just had like a lifelong dream. You're one of those people. It's wonderful. Yeah. But the thing is you've got to let every circumstance, uh, become an asset. Okay. So right now, the fact that she's unemployed, the fact that she's not hiring, means she means she has this window mm. to figure herself out, to throw herself at some other, you know, uh, some other passion, yeah. to go in a creative direction with her life. She never would have had time to entertain mm-hmm. if she got hired. Totally, you dig? Yes. It's like this is the employment the gift of time. This is the employment equivalent of not marrying your high school sweetheart. Yes. You know those people get married at like 17, and then when they're 35, they go, you know, I never kind of hung around in my 20s. Yeah. This is the work equivalent. You have that chance to be single in your 20s as a worker. As a worker. Go find yourself. And and listen, and and don't feel, and here's the problem with social media, is Uh that she's looking at everyone with their new jobs and their new suits. And it's all bullshit anyway. It's all bullshit. And they're going to look at you and they're going to say, and and just own the fact Uh it's all bullshit and you're doing your thing and no one's judging you because you know what? Everyone's too busy judging themselves. Yes. But but actually be doing your thing though. Yeah. Do your thing. If you feel bad about it, do the work, but yeah, that's it. Da- that's all you can but that's daily it. goals yeah. with the idea of a bigger goal. You're and not competing it, with anyone but yourself. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Jimmy Fallon, at Jimmy Fallon on Twitter. State of the Union is the Amazon special. You should all be pressing play right now. There Just it pull is. out your computer and press play. Ten Fuck cents it. goes to Jimmy we'll and his kids. Take that kid. royalty. Kids got to go to college. <laughs> we are sponsored this week, guys. Listen, I am very excited about the sponsorship. Mm. But we we just this is our second time doing the podcast, right, Man Sam? I think you guys did it last week. We did it last there, week, yeah. and I got to say, I'm getting healthier. I'm trying to, you know, eating and drinking, trying to like get trying out, to pull you know, it together, pull trying it to play together. smart ball. I want to, you know, I want to, I want to be here for a while. You want to make so a run? Want to make a run? I think 2017 is the year for this podcast, Don't and you know, and it only happens. If I'm if I'm streamlined, you absolutely, know? and I think this is the way you do it. Blue Apron, not all ingredients are crazy. So here's let me tell you about Blue Apron. Okay, mm-hmm. affordable, mm-hmm. less than ten dollars per person per meal. Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home cooked meals. Varieties they got a new one. Uh, choose from a variety of new recipes each week, or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Recipes are not repeated within a year, so you'll never get bored. Flexible. Customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. Blue Apron has several delivery options you can choose from that fit your needs, and there's no weekly commitment, so you can get deliveries when you want them. Easy. Each meal comes with a step-by-step, easy to follow. Okay. Guaranteed. Blue Apron freshness guarantee. Promise. Every ingredient. Okay, here's what you guys need to know. Mm. There's three reasons for you to buy Blue Apron. Mm. What we just talked about, mm-hmm. small goals. Yep. It feels good to fucking cook your own meal. Yo, it feels good. It's a big deal. To finish it, have it on the plate, have it in front of you. I'm cooking all my I own meals this. right now. I did it. Do- small goals. Doesn't mean you have to photograph it and share it. Yeah, but you don't it have still to. feels good. But it, it still feels good. good. Feels we're good. Not, in fact, we're not asking you to share it, but it it's feels sa- good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the same dopamine that comes from a like comes from having the plate in front of you that you just made. Yeah, especially if it's good. And it's good. Also portions mm. this is where i get off mm-hmm. portion control yep you ever see the portions like in europe versus the u.s i like just i was just in meal? italy you yeah, were just it's, it's horrifying it's crazy we're disgusting we're, people we're fat disgusting disgusting pigs. though and these portions are for a human <laughs> for, a, for an adult human right i've recently realized that that's the thing like you go to a restaurant they uh-huh. throw all this food in front of you go well i guess i gotta, I gotta eat it because that's it. the right amount exactly but it's not no the right amount. no this blue apron 
gives you the portions and you could eat listen i, I, I you can eat chicken fingers and french fries mm-hmm. if you took every meal mm-hmm. and if you took half the chicken fingers and french fries and just threw them in the trash mm-hmm. Then you would be a fit-looking person. Yeah, it'd be presentable, <laughs> you know, even like, though you're eating bullshit. Even though you're eating bullshit, you can well, eat as much bullshit as you want, as long as it's in the right amount at each meal. Well, this is the magic trick of portion control: is that if you, it's actually not as hard as people think to get used to good portion control, because if you just stay at that level of intake, yes. your body adjusts. And it's the whole st- point of getting your tummy chopped off. Yes. People who get their tummy chopped off, it's because your stomach can't fit as much. This is yes. a way to enjoy the food, not get your fucking tummy chopped off. Oh my god! And learn how to moderate your life. So there's what were the two reasons I gave? There was a third. No, two reasons: portion control mm-hmm. and setting goals. Setting goals, goals, daily goals, and here's the third reason: mm. getting fucked. There it is. Okay, <laughs> you got that dick. It ain't sucking itself. Okay, and Blue Apron's gonna fucking help you out. You cook a Blue Apron meal, okay, for a lady, yeah. Or if you're a fucking lady and you cook a Blue Apron meal for your dude or mm. some other, and you have the candles lit, and you've, and I know it's cheesy, but you're doing I, it. Cheesy's thought, fine in the in the confines of your own home. Oh, it really works. I thought you, you could put a dildo in your ass. And I'm not gonna call you gay in your own I, home. I thought, I thought <laughs> it's your house. What? Who am I? It's your house. Yeah, it's yeah. your house. Go do whatever the fuck you want in your own house. This is gonna get you laid. Male or female. Yeah, 40 minutes or less. Takes 40 think minutes or less. Invest 40 minutes to get this, you fucked. Yo, this is a Madden cheat code for yes, pussy. Yes, it is. Because you exactly. can convince a girl you know how to cook. I think, I think Blue Apron's going to change their ad campaign to Madden cheat code for your pussy. It is. It's actually, it was one of their for rejected pussy. slogans because yeah. Madden wouldn't give them the copyright, but <laughs> and, I know it was a favorite of theirs. And so listen, so those are the three reasons. Uh, daily goals, portion control, and getting fucked. Mm. Now, J Train's gonna help you out. Mm. Okay, this is Papa JT. You do you do right by these. people. I do right by these you people. Do. I'm gonna give you a deal. This Jew has got a deal for you. Stunner. Check out this <laughs> stunner. <laughs> check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping. Oh, come on, people. Come on. Come on. Free meals, free shipping. Free me. Three. Get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash JTrain. That's blueapron.com slash JTrain. That's our own no. fucking URL, How about people. Cue up the song from the Jeffersons. URL. Fucking moving on up. Moving on up. It's all coming together. Blueapron.com slash JTrain. Blueapron.com slash JTrain. You'll love how good it feels, tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's Blueapron.com slash JTrain. Blueapron.com slash JTrain. Blueapron.com slash JTrain. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Cheat code for some pussy. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) There it is. That's what you call a fucking ad, people. That's an ad. That's why they say Papa JT is the best in the business, and that's why you should tell your friends about the J Train podcast. Pause the podcast right now mm. and text one person about this thing, because I think we're gonna blow up this year. I have a feeling. I'm calling my shot. This would I'm be Babe the year. Ruth in this shit. Off Charlie Root, girlfriend tattoo. What the fuck is wrong with me? Uh-huh. No, he did that. Jared, love the podcast. Your wise Jewish words get me through my long drives and have gotten me through some tough shit. A while back, I got a tattoo of me and my girlfriend's anniversary. Yes, I know I'm the biggest bitch. I'd go into detail about how I fucked up this relationship, yep. uh, how fucked up this relationship uh, uh, was, but having a tattoo of me and this thing's old anniversary is the issue at hand. So should I alter my tattoo, like cross out the date and put the date we broke up, or just wait to save up and remove the damn thing? P.S. Shout out to Chris and his killer podcast. Oh, thanks so, a lot, man. Dude, this the mandatory Samson podcast. Mandatory Samson podcast every Friday here on the Santa Glory Labs mm. Network. I'm going to explain this tattoo to the people at home. Yeah, I get it. Because I want to show you and tell me the first oh. thing that comes to your mind, Jimmy Fallon. Oh, no. Whoa. It's the anniversary in Roman numerals on his wrist. Oh, Christ. I mean, I was thinking like some Opus Day cult Super Bowl fan. Why? What, what was the first thing that's supposed to come to my mind? Did I miss something? Well, I guess as a Jew, I take numbers on the Oh, on the you wrist, took it as little, concentration campy. <laughs> a little concentration campy, yeah. isn't it? Well, did I just out myself as an Aryan supremacist? <laughs> yes. I was like, I was like a couple million more of those, and we'll be talking. <laughs> it looks good. It seems orderly. I don't know. <laughs> that Doesn't guy. it look? And I got to hire know, that guy. Judy Gold has a joke about this. I think mm. uh, about her son wanted to do and do a tattoo similar to this. And that's the first thing I think thought of when that's I saw this so tattoo. Crazy. Doesn't it kind of look? The first thing I thought like, of a was, little bit like it was put on him and not given to himself. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the first thing I thought when I saw the tattoo is he obviously cheated on this girl. 
Oh, really? And yeah, and that's the makeup. You go do something like that as a makeup. You know what it is? A tattoo is a cheaper, uh, less involved version of a makeup puppy. Mm. You know what I mean? If you really mangle a relationship. Yeah, you don't have to feed a tattoo. Yeah, you don't have to feed it. <laughs> you can get it rid of it. <laughs> yeah. He put it somewhere on the wrist on the inside. He can give that a million different meanings. It does suck that he has to look at it. Like every that's time he like looks at his wrist, it's like, oh, she blew another dude. You but know? They, like, yeah. <laughs> but that's what, but know, think like, about it. Every time he's about to wander off the reservation, he's like, do I really want to get another one of these on the yeah. other fucking arm? Uh, I, I don't have a tattoo. I mean, yeah. the thing is, whatever he changes it to still will remind mind yeah, him it's gonna be there it's still gonna be there I, this was a loss I, this, this is, was yeah. a loss for men as a whole and i, I want to tell you the reason why and this is what everybody <laughs> for men as a whole, for men as a whole. Yeah. This, this is what everybody forgets is this guy just set a precedent now mm. because when this happens when you go get this tattoo for your girl mm. it doesn't begin and end with you and your girl she now takes it to a group of friends to the brunch table they discuss it someone puts it on pinterest or yep. some fucking the not.com yeah, yeah, some yeah. other fuck for all yeah <laughs> and now guys are expected to get these tattoos yeah, yeah, yeah. it becomes like the new promise ring yes they, now you're fucking it up for all of us this you've got to think of the species as a whole yeah you gotta you gotta this is you know this is bernie sanders america we're all in this together <laughs> it's war yeah, we gotta and, fight. until one of us leaves to buy a beach house yeah, yeah. bernie sanders <laughs> my favorite guy in the world rage against the machine for like a year and a half and yeah. he's like you know the machine ain't bad yeah, I fucking like the machines. You know, it's the <laughs> funny thing about go, the machines. It's weird how the, how good this money feels. Yeah, I got to <laughs> tell you, I was at uh, the Democratic National Convention this year okay. covering it. I, I did uh, a couple of hits with Kennedy. Yeah. Everybody there was a Bernie supporter. Um, and, and what I was so shocked at is that even though it's like a presidential convention, no matter what your business is, mm. a convention is just a convention, meaning people are drinking at 930 in the morning. Uh, it doesn't matter what the fuck you do. It doesn't matter what it is. You could be a veterinarian. You could sell anything I've you do. I've been to like Mohegan Sun when they have like a, a, a uh -huh. conventions there yeah. yeah they're pretty fucked up early people have gone away to get day drunk and cheat on their spouses <laughs> they they go to a few meetings bring back yeah. a few brochures swap and a few business let, cards those convention dudes are handsy oh are they ever i mean my dick hasn't you. been yeah, touched like that in years the grip yes <laughs> say what you want about the secret service yeah. <laughs> but true yeah bernie yeah we're all in it together and that's the point don't get a fucking tattoo don't do anything that's gonna set back the entire breed yeah hindsight's 2020 on this i don't know what he does you can get a barcode that's the only thing that's going to cover that in like a real a barcode like you have tattoos way. yeah but i wouldn't get a barcode but that but, might be I the mean, only, this thing, is the only thing he can do do you have tattoos nothing i got nothing either got nothing we're the new tattoos that's who we are because everyone's got tattoos now well we're that's the, the new, new rebellion yeah the new re yes the anti-tattoo clean slate <laughs> I, want, I want way more <laughs> you want more yeah, you want to yeah, go yeah. all in i i think what does he do i i don't know how he changes the tattoo to make him forget it like oh god the problem is it's like it's kind of like uh you know with a tattoo it's kind of uh, that you want to change mm -hmm. it's kind of like trying to even off like a, a sandcastle all of a sudden <laughs> you're you're like a, you, know, <laughs> you know those houses in the suburbs that you can tell have been dormered onto they never quite wind up looking yeah. congruent no there's no way to make this work you lost this was an L here's what he needs and maybe you'd be reminded to do better maybe this yeah. is you make this your friend you look at it every day you realize you lost that Super Bowl you gotta change perspective yeah is, is really what you gotta say you gotta look at this and say hey I'm but with any ending of a relationship you're better for having had the relationship yep. than not. You've mm. learned about yourself and you've learned about the <laughs> unless, things. Unless you're Phil Hartman. <laughs> That's a whole nother story <laughs> for another day. <laughs> Cue listeners Googling who Phil Hartman is. Uh, so, <laughs> so I, uh, I, but I'll say this. I, 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 had, I was at a show last uh -huh. night. Guy in the show comes up to me and goes, uh, and I, I had an ex that I, uh, from a couple years back, and I'm known, I know there's a movie about this, but I've had literally six different exes, six. Mm -hmm. I counted mm -hmm. the next guy they got married to. Yes. Next guy. You like you? You're a guy. You loosen the jar. I loosen the jar. You're a guy who loosens the jar. I'm the guy that they've like. I've had enough of this. And shit. you know what's funny? I was dating about six girls at the same time right before I married my wife. It's like an inverse. <laughs> inverse. It's like an inverse quantity. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. This guy. I mean, this guy came out to me. He goes, "Hey, you used to date my cousin." Yeah. And I'm like, "Who's your cousin?" And then he says the name, and I go, "Holy shit!" And we ended kind of rocky. Yeah. This girl and I. And I, you know, and I did some reflecting on the relationship, whatever. And then he goes, yeah, she, I go, how's she doing? And he, he goes, she got engaged last week. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. Fuck, good for her. Yeah. You know, and I, and when I hear a girlfriend, an ex-girlfriend of mine gets engaged, I'm like, yes. Yeah, why not? Good. 
Oh, this is good. I'm happy. And you know what else it means? It, it means you were dating like your 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 perception, your instincts are pretty solid that you yeah. were dating like a wholesome girl. A good person yeah. that's going to get married and have their own life. And the best part is, I think, especially, is that mm. you're now in the rear view mirror of their lives. Mm. They never, you're not the reference point anymore. Mm -mm. Now they got this new life. They don't even want to fucking bring your name up. You're out of there. You're nothing but a fart that lasts a little too long. And God forbid they do want to bring you up. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and so I'm saying, so this guy, like I I had this moment of like, good, Uh you know, and he should look at that relationship and say, good. And then I think he, and say, hey, I've learned something about myself that I would have never known. Yeah. And this this you know concentration camp tattoo that I have is a reminder never forget. Never forget. <laughs> that's your never that's forget. Your never Maybe forget. that's what he could do. He could put two just twin towers Yeah, over tw- two twin towers. There it is. <laughs> you, I don't know if he's if he's entered the tragic stage of the relationship yet, but that's definitely his exit strategy. Yeah, I mean, you well, did something good here. Well, no. just I I think he's got to just deal with the perspective of it putting money into this is like it's just throwing it down the drain like you know to change it or get it removed wait on it maybe you get it removed years and years down the line when your new wife is like get the fuck off (laughs) fucking off your arm jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jimmy the the time breezes by when you come on got cheated you feel like you you know like it didn't even happen i gotta have you back more often we, we gotta do, do this we gotta do this again all of you go on amazon right now and watch jimmy's special state of the union get him the 10 cents but would you give me the goddamn 10 cents fucking 10 cents. american too at jimmy fail don't log on to like amazon.mexico <laughs> one of those like cheaper websites.eu yeah, or something and there's silly. so many people that come on this on this podcast and they got stuff to sell this isn't even a sales. If you have Amazon, free. just go on and just do it. Watch it. Uh, at Jimmy Fail on Twitter, we're gonna come right back with hypotheticals in the news. We'll be right back. Hey guys, welcome back, uh, Jimmy. So fantastic to have you here. What a hoot! A God hoot. damn it! And man, Sam. Yeah. Welcome back. Thank you. I, I have here. left. I at, have left. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. At Mansamp on Twitter, Mandatory Samson Podcast, every Friday here on the Labs Network. Now, Chris got married. Jesus. That's I was my at, first day back. And, he, and he so has, you do have that like newly married disposition. Yeah. yeah. Like, do you know I'm married? Like, you went, to, you went to the Bahamas, you honeymooned, right? Yes, we did. I'm married 10 years this summer. My mm. wife and I just set up tinder accounts for each other it's like, just to give us an idea of where this is heading hi, hi, what'd you do on your honeymoon uh my honeymoon for real i did go to chicago and we watched the cubs got drunk fought during the day ate everything imaginable and i hate fucked her for like 10 days it was great it was actually amazing that's the most very violent sex that's the most good. new york like like uh long island now yeah the honeymoon i've ever heard well, of. well now like, let's be clear that's not what she was gunning for when she signed up <laughs> what did she, she did do? the old i'm on board with you know whatever you want to do i'm just i'm so happy we're getting married no and way. it took like two months for that to become we wound up booking a trip to st thomas the following year okay because it had been established in our like little circle that i owed her one because that's <laughs> yeah. what happened well, yeah. everybody was like fucking chicago 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 we went and watched the cubs and it's not like we hadn't been there before yeah this was did you at least have it on the megatron or something? you know what shit? happened so we got married in ohio this is part of it we got married in ohio and i did have a bunch of college gigs to live to leave for ah. so we had like a tight eight-day window so mm-hmm. like, why don't we just jenny we'll just drive over to chicago yeah we'll bang out some pizzas we'll watch the cubs it'd be fucking great <laughs> and you know in that like that pre women have this thing leading up to marriage where they're so enthusiastic towards you and everything you have to say yeah it's the same misleading prophecy guys get before they ejaculate okay. you know what i mean i always say if you want to know how a guy feels you gotta sleep with us first because we don't know because yes. we're selling ourselves this utopian vision of you and us that's what they have right. so you went to the bahamas though yeah. like a fucking grown-up yeah. yeah. So she's not going to resent you for the rest of your life. No, we had a good time. Yeah. And the wedding, let me say, I, I said mm. this on the last episode, but the wedding was beautiful. It was really well done. Well, thanks, man. And, and, and the, the, you know when you go to a wedding and you uh-huh. can tell whether the couple cares about themselves or the guests? Uh-huh. They cared about the guests. You nice. could tell because it's good, good DJ, beautiful venue, good food. Sometimes you'll see, like, you'll be like, man, this food fucking sucks. And then you'll see the girl walk by uh-huh. in a $30,000 dress and you're just like, <laughs> you know, okay. You know where the good chicken parm yeah. went? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Oh, I'm starting to see what happened here. You're wearing my meal. Yeah. <laughs> Let's fucking take it off. It's I'm like good fellas. We're the fucking pigs in the blanket. Take it you know? off. So, and, uh, but what I do want to rehash, mm. and we brought it up like, Mansamp's best man gave a speech 
that it started. How did you? Fe- so it started with him going. This is the. Do you want to? Do you well, want me to say? Yeah, good. Say what you're going to say. Beginning yeah. of the speech was when Chris and you know Molly got together. Uh, he told me he was going to end it. Okay. And the room just like I my whole Tensed day was just up. oh my god I fucking <laughs> my dick hid inside of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like whoop we're leaving you know and and he was like because he wasn't because he wasn't sure and he's like explaining because he wasn't sure he was saying he likes her so much that there's so much to lose. Oh man. By getting into deep he like, bait and switch not even with a joke but with love with love. So that's a best man who's trying to get laid at the wedding. <laughs> Is he single? Well, no, he's married. He's got kids. Still then, trying to get laid. Be- I just say, I, you know, the bait and switch, don't do that. Mm-mm. You know, it's interesting that you bring it up because a couple weeks before the, you know, wedding, yeah. he was like, hey, just letting you know, I, you know, I got the speech done. Like, yeah. I'm all set. And I was like, is it funny? You know, and he was yeah. like, no, you know, there's only one joke. He's like, I went sincere. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, I'm looking yeah. forward to hearing it. But we have a jokey relationship. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We're not like, yeah. hey, brother. You know, like, yeah. it's fun. So mm-hmm. I was surprised that he went that, it, it that was, direction. But I'm just saying, and, and yeah. this is advice for anyone that's going to give a best man speech, I, I, it was a great, it was a good speech. It ended yeah, up yeah. good, but yes. you did what you're, you have so much to lose as an audience member yeah. of the speech mm-hmm. that everyone is hanging on every word, just making sure, like, don't mm. fuck this up. <laughs> yeah, right. don't make uh, the walk away. So when you do start with someone like that, everyone's like, uh oh, yep. it's coming. And then we were relieved to find, you know, it was a nice thing yeah, that he yeah. said, but at the same time. If I'm giving a speech, mm-hmm. and, and people ask me about speeches, mm-hmm. best man speeches all the time, take one story that you've told a million times about your buddy, and then say that story because you've worked it out. You've worked out the bit. You know the parts that people look at their phone during. Mm-hmm. So you've taken those parts out. Yeah. So tell the story that you've told a million times about your best friend, mm-hmm. and then at the end, relate it to the couple. Boom. <laughs> Done. Right. And right. it could be the it could be the fucking most like tangential way that you've ever gotten a, a yeah. conclusion no one gives a fuck everyone's like wow just tie it in tie Something it nice in. you guys are perfect together people but get... seeing you's together <laughs> yeah. it really tells me yeah. it's like me and brad were at a whorehouse in tijuana but yeah. seeing you's together i realize life is a whorehouse so, <laughs> it's not who you go in with it's who you come out with <laughs> Exactly, but that's but no, and every girl's like, "Oh, he's yeah. right. Life is a horror." <laughs> so <laughs> the wedding was great, but that's that was the one thing that we came Thanks, back. No, with. I, uh, I, I hear you. On that. <laughs> let's do a hypothetical, and then we'll do some uh, one hypothetical, then we'll do a news. Sure, up. yeah. Does that sound good? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're with your group of friends in some red light district. You enter a sex dungeon in a glory hole bar. It's free to enter if you get off. Uh, you win $100. The twist, you don't know who's behind the hole or who's sucking you off. All you know is no STDs will come from it. Do you do it? I got to tell you, that's a very shaky guarantee. You don't know who's behind the wall. Yeah. There's money involved. Can you trick yourself? It's not some old guy who uh, who's into this fetish. Do you do it together as a group or the, for the story and all your friends chicken out? What say you? What do you think? I, no, I would I, never do this. I punt. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do it. 100 bucks isn't enough. Can I tell you something? There is is such a thing as the price of a sex act having a a price tag attached that talks you out of doing it. (laughs) I had a girl girl in the back of my taxi back when I was driving a cab. We were going to the Bronx, go to Gun Hill Road. It was 38 bucks. And she's like, what do I owe you? And I was like, 38 bucks. She's like, all right, unless you want to jump in the back. And I was like, yo, for 38 bucks, you're not supposed to fuck that girl. Because <laughs> so that means she's fucked for $38 yeah, yeah, yeah. before. That means- and you know who takes you up on that offer? Not the most upstanding member no. of society. Like I said earlier in the podcast, spontaneity comes with a price. Yes. And that price may look like $38, <laughs> but it's actually a series yeah. of painful urinations. <laughs> not let's, good. Let's do a news story. So we were talking about it before the show. There's a New York Times article, I guess, that came out uh, about Aaron Rodgers and his family. That he's, yeah. he, he hasn't talked to his family since 2014. It's crazy because mm-hmm. we were talking about the games. Yep. And Rodgers had that, I mean, that cook catch at the end of the Outrageous. game. Outrageous. What a catch. What a throw. I mean, what him throwing on the road. On the him run holding is- on to that ball on the play before where he got sacked from behind. Oh, my God. the fact that he held on to that ball. Because if he drops the ball, they got it at the 35. They might kick a field goal in the game. It's yeah. crazy how good he is. He's and that, then I read good. this article, 
And it's like the dad just being like you can say Olivia Munn has torn this family apart. Yeah, <laughs> possibly. Like I, I, so I'm gonna let me take a second to plug the Bachelor. I, I live tweet the Bachelor every Do Monday you night. Ever. I live tweet the Bachelor every Monday night. And what I've started doing is a Facebook live to, <laughs> immediately after the bat. If you're listening right now to this podcast at this point in, we're 58 minutes in. I, you, I'm sensing you like my sensibilities and what I what I do. Go follow me on Facebook. It's J- uh, facebook.com slash jared.freed. And you can find me on there. And I will be doing this live Bachelor postgame show. And it's been a lot of fun. And I've gotten a lot of great feedback. Uh, but I want to really blow this up. So, yeah. But on The Bachelorette, JoJo brought Jordan Rogers home. Mm-hmm. And he, you could tell the family's just a little, there's a little weirdness. Yeah. They're very, you can, I think they're really religious. And they bring him home. And this is the weirdest part is that you you're you bring home your your girl to uh-huh. your family and they're at a lunch or dinner and they just left two seats open just left them there for Aaron and Olivia Munn and, and not and it's not even that they left them open they left them open for for the rest of us to see yeah it wasn't like they made any effort to hide this <laughs> no so this is open warfare yeah it's it's crazy like they left it open for uh, like Elijah like well, they, like the, you know like it's just <laughs> fucking crazy they always say like if you're that profoundly talented at something you're usually severely lacking in a basic life area. So oh. he could just be a dick, too. I, I, that was the thing. In the New York Times article, I'm trying to figure out who's the dick here. Yeah. And they go to the dad, and he, he he has a weird quote. I don't know if you can find I it. I have a theory that it's him, but finish up. They're all very done. cryptic, though. That's the, the thing. No, like, but there's one quote he goes, they bring up Olivia Munn, and he goes, yeah, it's, you know, there's room for one famous person in this family. What's the quote? Oh, uh, wow. Let me see. Hold on. It, well, because they said, like, do, do you think that she has something to do with it? And he goes, it's hard to tell sometimes. Like, they're very... Yeah. Oh, my God. And yeah. it's like, Olivia... Olivia Ono, like you know, know it's funny. We appreciate the subtlety now after like a few weeks of Trump being the president elect, because Trump just gives it to you. Yeah, I was watching the press conference the other day. He's like in BuzzFeed, which is a steaming pile of garbage. So uh, compared to a normal press conference, though, like a normal presidential press conference is like the Harvard debate team. Trumps are like bum fights. It's fucking great. (laughs) I love it. I I love it. I watched it. I I like the show. We woke up. We got room service. I'm like, oh, he's giving his first. Yeah, you gotta watch watch this thing. People are clapping. That's not part of a press conference. <laughs> well, he also, that's not how it works. He also, it's it's rumored that he paid he his staff people to pay. To, he paid his staffers to <laughs> clap and laugh at his jokes. <laughs> he's like he's like that insecure guy in a Facebook fight that's privately messaging people. Hey, could you like my comments in the thread? This is getting ugly. I and this is I and I, I hate to go keep going into the politics, but he is such a fun watch. Uh, and I just think people aren't used to. That's what you're saying. You're getting a businessman. Yeah, you're getting a businessman who ran his company like a bull in a china shop. That's how so he ran it. this is how it's gonna be. I, and people are like, how could he talk that way? That's how I, I, I well, hate to say. Like, there's a lot of these people. Like, that's not how people talk. No, but that's no. not how politicians talk. Well, yeah. and that's the thing. Like, uh, you know, I'm left leaning. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the left wing media and all these people like liberals, whatever. Stop being slack jawed and being being in yeah. awe of it. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. That's how it's there. You can handle it now. And it, you, people kept comparing like like the Obama final speech, whatever yeah. he gave, and his speech was great. But he's a speech giver. Yeah, he, this is what Dude, he, he does. He carried on about politics for forty minutes, like he won a Golden Globe. <laughs> I'm like fucking relax, Meryl Streep. Yeah, <laughs> let's, and, and, let's and go, Barry. But this is the thing, Barry. When he goes and does his speech about, you know, it's so funny because you're like, yeah, that's you know, Trump's business is. To make money. Slash and burn, man. Fucking slash and burn. Obama's business is to get reelected. Yeah. So what's going to be the better speech giver? The one you need people to like you or the one that's going to be like, I got to fucking cut some jobs today. I always say this. I, I just, I, you know, I look at it it's this just way. misplaced this like. I this. feel like, I feel like right now, like the philo- the philosophical divide is like that the left is appealing to the world we want to live in. Mm. Trump is appealing to the world we actually live in, where people are getting their heads cut off and set on fire for being gay and stoning women for reading. The world is not nice. Yeah. The world does not, you, the diplomacy doesn't resonate with people that are willing to blow themselves up. Yeah. Like he's kind of like our Kim Jong un. I'm not saying he's going to starve us <laughs> no, or he's going to kill right. his family, yeah. but he's going to scare the shit out of people because <laughs> yeah. he looks really unstable. It's, but here's the thing it's scary. There's still shadow people that run the government that are kind yeah. of behind closed doors, that he doesn't have the latitude to do as much as people think. Well, 
I think it's I'm like I selfishly am enjoying the show because oh. I'm at that place well, in life. This is why I get annoyed with comics that are so dramatic about yeah. it because you did comedy to be funny. Yeah, you're a comic, and, and it's like what I see a lot is people are getting into comedy to get a soapbox, yeah, and not necessarily with mm-hmm. the goal of a laugh at the yeah. end. Mm-hmm. They want the applause. Yeah. I think you said it to me once. Yeah. You're like. That was the funniest thing. Jimmy and I are not, we're at Gotham and there's a comic on stage and he's doing this long bit and Jimmy just looks at me and goes, classic no laugh, big applause bit. Yep, that's people, <laughs> comics love that. And, and, and then yeah. I watch this all bit, gets the end and there's a huge applause and like, I was like, that's fucking hilarious. And nobody laughed once. No one laughed once. So it's like, I, and so... What you're saying now is like the be- the thing is I just love watching the fire burn. Yeah, it's it's listen, it's great. It's, it's what you're. But this is the just, job is to say that's the fire. Here's why it's burning, and here's why it's funny. Well, there's the thing, man. Like if you live in this country, it doesn't really matter who the president is. Like you, if you uh, are counting on yourself, yeah. If you're a self reliant person, the president doesn't have that profound of an impact on your quality of life. Mm. If you're just sitting around having an emotional reaction to everything they do, then yes, yeah. he does. Well, I mean, like, but rem- you, it's still America. Remember when Obama got elected and there was that video of the woman being like, I'm getting my Obama phone. Yeah. Remember that? Dude? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, there was yeah. A, she's like, I'm getting my Obama cell phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. It was like, and it was funny because you're like, oh, this woman's not going to be helped at all by Obama. No. And then that same person exists for Trump. Oh, absolutely. That same poor absolutely. person in the middle of the country isn't going to be helped at all. Yeah, yeah. listen. They elected him. <laughs> That's they're going to be but surprised it, But in, the, Friday, in yeah. the same way that that woman didn't get her cell phone, right. that guy's not going to get his his wall. Yeah. You know, no, so I, I, you know it's paid for by Mexico well, wall. Yeah, well, so, you might get his wall, but the contractors aren't getting paid. There's going to be something yeah, shaky. It's, it's, but I, I, it's I, a thing. I'm excited to see what... Just excited to watch the show. It, the That's show. who I am, though. Like if you, um, if you, if you, you know, you hear me espousing some of these views and stuff like that as a, yeah. com- I'm just a comic. Man. Yeah, I'm just. I want to write some, jokes. I'm just trying to. Have I want to hit fun. both sides. I mean, the truth is, the reason I started really taking shots on Facebook, yeah. is because nobody in my feed is. Yeah. I'm like, yo, we're supposed to be the comics. I know. Right. And 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 Trump is making comics shittier joke writers. Yeah, they're because lazy. it's so popular to shit on Trump that you get 90 likes for a joke that deserves five. Yeah. And there's a lot of people <laughs> out there the whose Facebook self-worth has been inflated. Going to the like farm. Yeah, by Trump's lack of popularity. <laughs> I, the last thing I'll say, I, I've been watching, uh, I think uh, I've been watching Aziz Ansari has been working on his uh-huh. SNL uh-huh. monologue oh, all boy. week. And I've been watching it. It's really good. Because it does, it does take a more like we all, you know, a we all mm. approach yeah. at, rather than fuck those racists. So yeah. I, I, it was He's like, going to get a severe uh, cut in his popularity after he does that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, it's a good, it's a good model. So you watch it. But I, I, I think there's a lot, we need more of that. We need yeah. more like, hey, this Ch- is just Yo, fucking funny. Sh- how about Chappelle? When he was like, yeah, I'm willing to give him a chance if everybody else yeah. is. If he's willing to give us a chance. That's what you're supposed to do That's now. That's what you're supposed to do. It's not sustainable to sit around and be this mad at each other. It, it's, it's just, it's not. A lot of energy spent. A lot, it's all the energy spent. But it's the entirety of the news cycle. Jimmy, thank you for coming on. What a goddamn hoot. So much I fun love that we you. closed on Proud to be an American. Proud to be an American. We went all over the place. Yeah, People we, got fisted, shit went on. I, I, some girl still is, closed has, has no job still, but we're going to figure this out. In the end, this was a best man speech. We pulled it all together. But when I look at you two, when I look at you together. Uh, so funny. Go guys. and do this. Do me a favor right now. You don't even have, I'm doing you the favor. I gave you Jimmy Fallon. Go on Twitter, at Jimmy Fallon on Twitter. Stay to the Union. It's Boom. on Amazon streaming right now. Go press play on that and then press play again. Do it. And write a, write a goddamn review. Write a review. Amazon, they love reviews. They Man, get really Sam, excited. Thank you for coming and bringing the news hypotheticals. Thank you. Can I just say, I'm seven followers away from a thousand on oh, Twitter. Oh, come Whoa, on. Get this done, Whoa. Somebody, I'm seven a, of you. Don't make me create six. Sam. Don't make me create six phantom accounts because I'll <laughs> fucking do it right now. At Mansamp on Twitter, he's seven away. Give him a fucking break, people. Yeah. Uh, Mandatory Samson podcast every Friday here on the Stand Up New York Labs Network. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. We'll be back next episode. Boom! This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom!